VCY America presents Crosstalk, a nationwide call-in program discussing issues that have an effect on our families, our communities, our churches, our nation, and our world. Crosstalk, an opportunity for you to voice your concerns for biblical principles. And now live by satellite and around the world on the Internet at vcyamerica.org. Here is today's Crosstalk. We do thank you for coming to uh, your radio each day to listen to Crosstalk here on VCY America. Uh, Covering the issues, friends, it's staggering to see what is happening across this nation and around the world. But the calendar is being exploited once again under the guise of LGBTQ plus activism. I mean, there's already been Pride Month. Now it's LGBTQ History Month, and today has been declared National Coming Out Day. With this comes legislation to create a national museum of American LGBTQ history. A judge has recently greenlighted polyamory. You now have an adult drag queen who is identifying as a child. Speaking of children, a new Scooby-Doo Halloween cartoon now depicts Velma as a lesbian. And a homosexual couple is demanding, folks, is demanding that taxpayer funds provide for the creation of motherless children. This is no longer a slippery slope. This is an avalanche of LGBTQ activism impacting all of society. And woe to the one, woe to the one who gets caught in its path. Joining us today, we welcome back Peter LaBarbera, the founder and president of Americans for Truth. Peter, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Jim. And it really was a dizzying array of uh, articles you sent me for this show. And that's not the half, Peter. We've got so much to break down today and and discuss. Uh, But today, October 11th, has been branded as National Coming Out Day. Uh, What can you tell us about this day? Well, I'd like to think about uh, our, our listeners to think about the the importance of coming out. Now, this was started, this is back when they were coming out as quote-unquote gay, which is open homosexual. And Jim, I think the, the significance of it is um, that was a strategy. Harvey Milk, uh, who was one of the gay homosexual icons, uh, pushed this heavily. And it's basically saying, I'm out and proud in what we know is sinful, uh, uh, sexually deviant, quote-unquote, identity. But let's think about the effect of that. Um, number one, it had a chilling effect on the people. You know, you're, you're doing this to your loved ones and your friends, and they knew the effect would be to uh, to reduce the opposition and make people less likely to speak out against homosexuality. And that strategy ultimately worked. Uh, another thing it does is it redefines what is normal when you come out as proudly homosexual. We know that homosexuality is. Uh, is a sin. It's a changeable behavior. It's not who you are. It's not some kind of innate, inborn identity. It's it's uh, and gay is a radical uh, redefinition, as it were, of humankind. Well, now, uh, you know, all these years later, Jim, it's just coming out in these various other deviancies. And so it began with gay that uh, back in the 60s and 70s, and now we see people coming out not just as transgender, but as non-binary, asexual. It metastasizes, it continually grows, because this is a movement which is founded on normalizing the abnormal. And so if, if the movement itself is rooted in abnormality, aberrance, and sin, they can't say no to any of these other behaviors, whether it's, uh, you know, bi-gender or asexual, or all all these various perverse identities, they can't say no because they were founded on declaring uh, an aberrant, sinful, changeable, perverse identity, homosexuality, calling that normal. And Peter, I see the materials and guides that are coming from the Human Rights Campaign. I mean, they're voluminous. They have a guide to come out as a lesbian, gay, and bisexual. They have a guide to come out as a transgender or non-binary. They have a guide for coming out as an LGBTQ ally. They have information for coming out as LGBTQ plus youth. Uh, There's separate information coming out as black LGBTQ people. Another for LGBTQ Asian and Pacific Islander Americans. I mean, there's a guide for what they call neo-pronouns and on and on, Peter. That's why I call this an avalanche. Yes, and, and it just, and like I said, it's, it metastasizes, it's a contagion now, and, and uh, thankfully, Americans are finally waking up to the, to the role of the, the vanguard role that LGBTQ plus activism uh, has in bringing our society down, Jim. And, and I say always when I, and on Twitter, beware the plus sign, because the plus sign ultimately is now leading to adult child yeah. 
uh, predations. In other words, adults are fostering directly, fostering underage youth to not just uh, not just they're not just encouraging homosexuality. They are encouraging these radical gender identities. You can be the opposite sex. All this. Uh, destructive behaviors. We have adult homosexual and transgender and LGBTQ activists directly encouraging these behaviors in youth. Um, Folks, as Peter said, you find a plus sign after LGBTQ. You will not find a period. It's always plus. There is always more. And the acronym is really long. It's got a A and an I and two S and it just goes on and on. Uh, Peter, you mentioned about the exploitation of children. And now there is an adult drag queen who's identifying as a child. And I believe this really had to cause our ears to perk up because how can you prosecute someone who identifies as an eight-year-old that molests another actual eight-year-old? Right. And again, uh, how can you uh, question the identity? We know now we're supposed to accept when a boy, for example, even a even a six year old boy, Jim, identifies as a quote unquote girl or or some other thing that's not his actual innate inborn uh sex. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to accept that, even though it's not logical. Then how, on what basis do we uh, reject uh, other identifications? And, um, and of course, you're, you're right, Jim. Uh, you're, you're going to see people claiming that they're not actually the age they are. And it's, it's very scary. And it's all in this under the realm of queer and its perversion. But the point is, is that this movement, the LGBTQ+, beware that plus sign, this movement is all about normalizing perversions. And and the people who are responsible for, you know, the the so-called gay adults, the gay parenting situations, they are encouraging kids to, to, uh, you know, to embrace perversion. They take them to these gay, lesbian, transsexual pride parades where there's the most, you know, there was one, I think, was it in Portland, Jim, or was it Seattle, where people were riding bikes nude at the pride parade, and, the, and there's kids all around. Yeah. I've been to parades like this. So, so the, the people who are the LGBTQ adults responsible for children are actually encouraging themselves in their own family situations to be open-minded and embrace uh, this entire perverse umbrella. Friends, this program today is coming as a warning. I mean, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of heaven. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. Okay? That's where we get the, the uh, homosexuals and, 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 and the perversion nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God, and such were some of you. But ye are washed, ye are sanctified, ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. That's why Peter has said this is changeable behavior. It comes through the power of Jesus Christ. Uh, Peter, on this topic here today, um, here, Congressman Mark Pocan, he's an open homosexual from Wisconsin, has introduced two pieces of legislation— H.R. 9070. Uh, H.R. 9070 would establish within the Smithsonian Institution the National Museum of American LGBTQ plus history and culture. It was introduced September 29th, and it has 64 co-sponsors already. He has also introduced H.R. 9071 that would establish a commission to study the potential creation of a national museum of LGBTQ plus history and culture. Peter, this one has 65 co-sponsors. Yeah, and Jim, let's let's be honest here. This is not going to be an actual history. This is going to be a propaganda organ for this movement that we've been trying to describe. Um, we're not going to we're not going to learn about how NAMBLA, the North American Man Boy Love Association, which is a, a pedophile organization that promoted sex between men and boys, we're not going to learn how they marched in early so-called gay pride parades. We're not going to learn about the incredible debauchery uh, of the gay male movement, which led to uh, uh, the AIDS uh, pandemic. Uh, now we see monkeypox almost exclusively. Uh, tied to highly promiscuous uh, uh, multiple partner sex between men. Um, 
you know, we're not going to learn any of these things. We're, but, what we're going to learn is that this is just like a civil rights movement. Uh, and and this is just incredible how, uh, how bold they are. This homosexual representative, Mark Pocan, doing what all homosexuals do when they get in positions of power, trying to do everything they can to promote the normalcy of this lifestyle. And, and folks, uh, again, on this monkeypox, it's just outrageous. I mean, uh, no, we, we cannot close down homosexual bathhouses. Why? Because we cannot stigmatize the, uh, these individuals who are, who are frequenting them. Just think if they... Hey, Jim, can, I, can I say something about that? Yeah, I mean, think of Peter, I, if we, did, we treated COVID in that way. Yeah, and Jim, I just learned, I didn't know this, they're actually the governments, I don't know if it's state governments or federally, this is everywhere, but they're working directly with these, these homosexual orgies to, to give the smallpox, the, the, the monkeypox vaccine, the, I think it's a smallpox vaccine that's used against monkeypox, they're actually, they're not shutting down the orgies. These are orgies that are publicly advertised all across the world. This is how monkeypox spread. Um, they're not shutting them down. They're, they're working with them to give the vaccine. In other words, the government has continually enabled this movement at every step. And now we see diseases that are directly tied to these perverse behaviors. And rather than say, we, let's deal with the behavior that's producing the disease, our, our, you know, this medical establishment, which most Americans have now learned to distrust, is saying, okay, let's just go to, let's let them have the orgies, but we'll, we'll just give the vaccine at the orgies. Friends, we've got a lot of uh, material and information. We're giving you an overview. I mean, the vast majority of the material we're talking about has come out since October 1 of this year. Uh, some are dated a little bit earlier into September, but it, it's like uh, it just uh, it's an avalanche. Uh, Peter, the Federalist uh, reported last week that a homosexual couple in New York is actually suing the Big Apple government because under the city's current insurance policy, they don't qualify for fertility treatments like in vitro vitro fertilization and uh, surrogacy, but they claim that they have a right, they've got a right to parenthood, even though their their biology doesn't allow for it. So they have filed a class action complaint against the city of New York. They think that because both of them are male and are biologically incapable of naturally procreating, that they meet the medical definition of being infertile, and then thus they're entitled to insurance that will cover the cost of using a woman to have a baby. I mean, this is outrageous. Yeah, Jim, this just puts the C back in crazy. I mean... <laughs> You can't make this stuff up. I think if a bunch of conservatives got in a room together and said, let's see what we can dream up, we'll call this a, a theoretical, gay, radical gay agenda, we couldn't come up with this stuff. Now, what I say is we have to remember that nature itself discriminates against homosexuality. Like you said, Jim, these are people who, because they're homosexual, in a homosexual relationship, they cannot procreate, and yet they're trying to portray themselves as victims, and they're somehow denied you know, they're suing. It's just so outrageous and ludicrous. But what we've learned is that doesn't mean that it won't succeed. The entire the left dominates the uh, uh, the the law field. Uh, they're all over. So many attorneys now are are beholden to this agenda, and obviously they know that many of their gains come through the courts, Jim. And, it's, and that's what we're talking about here. It's just another attempt to exploit the system, and and they push these ridiculous lawsuits. Peter LeBarber is with us here today from Americans for Truth. AmericansforTruth.org is our website. And, uh, folks, there's more to come. Uh, There's more to come in that we are opening eyes today to this avalanche of LGBTQ activism taking place all across our land. We'll be back in just one minute. You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. Back to Genesis with Dr. John Morris, scientist and author at the Institute for Creation Research. Dr. Morris, can we see any other galaxies with the naked eye? Yes, we can, Chris. We can see a few stars that seem somewhat fuzzy. With telescopes, we see that these fuzzy stars are really galaxies, each containing billions of stars. And with super telescopes, we can see billions and billions of galaxies. The universe seems to have no end. And that's what we read in Scripture. Jeremiah mentioned that the host of heaven cannot be numbered. Yet scholars were certain there was only about 3,000 stars. Looks like the Bible was right and the scholars were wrong. I suspect that that's true even today. Those who claim it all happened by a big bang are wrong. It's a back-to-Genesis truth of creation which stands the test of science. 
To learn more about creation, get our free DVD called That's a Fact. Call us at 800-628-7640 and mention the promo code FACT. You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. Peter LaBarbera is with us today. Folks, indeed, there's an avalanche of LGBTQ activism that's taking place. Yes, the, exp- the calendar is being exploited and uh, calling this, uh, you know, LGBTQ History Month and today being National Coming Out Day. And, uh, folks, our warning is really coming from Scripture itself. God calls this an abomination. And, and uh, certainly there is uh, change that is possible for those that are entrapped in this lifestyle to turn to Jesus Christ and to seek repentance and and uh, certainly have a heart that is uh, uh, changed. The old things passed away. Behold, all things become new. And uh, that is found only through the hope and f- freedom and forgiveness that's found in Jesus Christ. Peter, you have warned us repeatedly as to the direction things are going to go. And, and uh, you're right. We can't just say homosexuality. We can't just say this or that. But you've warned even about polyamory, and uh, you know we were just talking about New York and this action against the Big Apple, but now we just have a judge that has ruled that people in polyamorous relationships are entitled to the same legal protection uh, protections as married people. Peter, you you warned this was going to happen. Yeah, we did, and 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 the, we all talked about the slippery slope because remember the the guiding. Uh, theme of the pro-homosexual so-called marriage movement was love is love. Obama coined that, or didn't he didn't coin it, but he helped popularize it. Love is love. Well, if love is love, uh, on what basis do you exclude, you know, multiple partners if they're all claiming love? In other words, we, when you take away the boundaries, anything goes, and there's no moral basis in the, in the law, or very little of it anymore, and morality has been discarded. And so what we're finding is that anything goes. And, Jim, I also wanted to say something about the um, – you talked about people can leave the, the homosexual lifestyle. What, one thing that's interesting, I'm sure you've noticed this too, Jim, is that remember when they used to say sexual orientation was unchangeable? Mm-hmm. Well, well, now because there's so many variations and this metastasizing perversion movement, I, uh, one of the HRC documents on the coming out day said that uh, asexual, which is they call them ace, which is no, uh, uh, they don't have, uh, rom- uh, I guess sexual, uh, they don't have sexual feelings, um, but they're saying that's a sexual orientation, and you're seeing them admit now, oh, you can change your orientation, you can go from gay to uh, to asexual to whatever you know so they're admitting you can make the sexual orient change however of course they deny the one change which is going from homosexuality to normalcy and living in the proper order as ordained by God where a man marries a woman in marriage and they produce children Peter LaBarbera with us here today uh, from Americans for Truth uh, Peter it's appalling to see this trajectory of activism I mean, now, as Christian Headlines points out, you can add Scooby-Doo to the list of children's animated titles with LGBT characters presenting now Velma as a lesbian. Yeah, and this is just so disturbing, and they just keep going and pushing it. And there's a group called GLAAD, which used to be, they used to use the full name, which is Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Discrimination. But this is, now it just goes by GLAAD, G-L-A-A-D. And this is the powerful, this is the LGBTQ mafia in Hollywood, Jim. These, this group has been pushing for this, all constantly pushing for not just so-called gay representation, but uh, bisexual, transgender, and now, of course, they'll add all the other perversion identities. But uh, now they've gotten, they've taken another uh, a seemingly innocent show, Scooby-Doo, and taking a woman, a nerdy girl, of course, Velma, I used to watch this with, when I was growing up, Velma, they took a nerdy girl, now they've made her a lesbian. I saw the scene, Jim, it's, she sees another uh, woman, and she starts, in her mind, she's thinking how attracted she is to this woman in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. So we have Velma uh, feeling uh, you know, they're they're showing a, a lesbian attraction, and this is just the corrupting of children. This is telling kids that it's now okay for women to 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 be sexually attracted to other women. And then Jim Google took it a step further. I don't know if it's still like this, but when this was announced, Google on its search engine, if you in the Google search engine, if you plugged in Velma, V E L M A. 
rainbow flags would come down in addition to the search that you got with Velma. So Google is an activist, 100% pro-homosexual, transgender, bisexual, all the isms. They, They had rainbow flags, all different kinds of symbols of rainbow flags coming down in the search engine when you search for Velma. You know, Peter, uh, and using uh, animation to to get the hearts and minds of young people that are just glued to this. I, I saw the story too on Daily Wire about uh, Planned Parenthood using a cartoon now to market puberty blocking drugs to children. Uh, the cartoon was shared on Twitter uh, by an account named uh, Inside the Classroom. Uh, started to provide real evidence against the claims of the left's narrative, CRT isn't being taught, etc. But but using a cartoon, Planned Parenthood, to market puberty-blocking drugs to kids. Yeah, yeah, they know they have to reach the kids young. Uh, just like all the, the, the famous, infamous despots of the past, they have to reach kids young and they have to get to them before they are allowed to for, or enabled to form moral judgments. Of course, most kids form their moral judgments through family, parents, church, uh, the activists, and, and let's be honest, Jim, these activists, if, when they're in school, they call the teachers who are the activist teachers change agents. They acknowledge that it's all about change. But, Jim, th- this this has been going on with very young kids for more than a decade, for more than two decades. And even the pride parades that young children are brought to, lots of colors, very interesting kids, love colors and and, 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 and weird stuff. And, and it's this has been going on a long, long time. Now Americans are finally waking up to it, mainly because of the outrage over this transgender agenda, which is actually encouraging kids to destroy their own bodies in the name of supposedly gender-affirming care. But it's just scandalous that this movement is is abusing the minds of these children by manipulating them with such tactics. What a shocking report uh, from the Washington Stand, or they reported anyways, uh, an analysis of U.S. insurance claims shows a shocking rise in gender transition treatments for minors between 2017 and 2018. Peter, they reported uh, shocking statistics for gender dysphoria diagnosis, puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and gender transition surgeries. Uh, According to Komodo's insurance claim data, 42,167 patients ages 6 to 17 were diagnosed with gender dysphoria in 2021. 42,167. That's almost double from just two years previous in which it was 21,375 minors and nearly three times from 2017, which it was 15,172 minors. Uh, the, The numbers of actual physical surgeries on children, Peter, is also staggering. I mean, there is a literal explosion of what's called gender dysphoria, uh, this is shocking in itself, but but also, uh, if you could address what you see as causing all of this, Peter. Well, let's all admit, first of all, this is a big business. This has become a big business. Hospitals, our, uh, doctors are making a, a ton of money off these uh, poor, manipulated, gender-confused uh, kids. And my heart goes out to them. I'm sure yours does, and all our listeners, to these kids who are being encouraged to uh, to adopt these false identities. And then, of course, the parents are manipulated because one of the lines that's, that's being promoted is, if you don't accommodate your, your children's supposedly gender affirmation, they might commit suicide. And, and, and Jim, this is a Imagine if you're a parent and your and your son comes home and says, "I, I, I want to. I'm a girl now. Here's my new name. Don't call me John anymore." Uh, this is horrifying to a parent. They don't know what to do. And then if you add the fact of, "I might kill myself," uh, or "I'm going to harm myself if you don't allow this," um, and, and then you and then you throw in that the, the experts, the so-called experts, are all saying, "Oh yeah, this is." This is acceptable now. It's become a huge business, but remember it's Genesis. It's Genesis is the LGBTQ movement. It all began with gay. We normalized homosexuality. We called it gay. We said sexual orientation is something you're born with innate. And now we're, we're stunned to see that it's, it's metastasized. It's evolved into these, these number of orientations and now gender identity, and it just keeps growing because when you take the boundaries that God ordained, God made them male and female, 
What do you expect to happen? You get an explosion of deviance, and that's precisely what we're seeing. You talked about the money in this and in the medical field. And, Peter, now we have the American Medical Association, in essence, playing the victim. They're calling upon the Department of Justice to investigate. They want them to prosecute any online views that oppose gender-affirming procedures. Uh, you also have uh, uh, healthcare care organizations urging protection for physicians and patients. I mean, there have been a number of children's hospitals all of a sudden found to be in, engaged in these practices, and people are rising up from around the country and, and say, no, we don't want our children's hospital to be doing this. And I understand even Vanderbilt uh, has has taken just a pause right now as they do some studies in this regard. Yeah, and let's 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 acknowledge what this tactic is. This is just like the parents who were who protesting in schools, and uh, the uh, Biden DOJ uh, uh, tried to classify them as domestic terrorists. That's exactly what they're doing here. They're playing up themselves as victims. They're saying, oh, this could be terrorism. This is mainly, of course, there's always some nut somewhere who's going to threaten the hospital to do something like that. But what they're, what they're trying to do is stifle dissent. And in that letter, Jim, from the AMA, the American Medical Association, and I believe it's the AAP, the American Association of Pediatrics, and the Children's Hospital Association, they talk about... Um, we, we, I'll read it directly, Jim. It says, children's hospitals and their medical staffs continue to face increased threats via social media, including to their personal accounts, coupled with harassing emails, phone calls, and protesters at healthcare sites. There is elevated and justifiable fear among patients and staff, unquote. And so what they're doing is they're, is they're trying to stifle free speech in the name of claiming that they are going to be victims of violence. And this is the leftist tactic all across the globe. They claim that certain speech leads to violence and therefore must be censored. And they're trying to use the leftist pro-transgender radicals at Biden and the Biden administration. Of course, Joe Biden is completely given over to the transgender radicals uh, and the LGBT uh, radicals in that in that uh, that government they're trying to appeal to them and you and use them to stifle dissent on this issue so we got the medical field pursuing this to a great extent peter there's great money i have seen uh, some of the numbers that have come forth from that 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 medical uh, facilities are reaping as a result of all these transition so-called transitions gender affirming drugs the surgeries that are taking place and now we have the daily wire just reported that puberty blocking drug companies they're refusing to conduct safety trials on their frequently prescribed off-label use to treat gender dysphoria in adolescents. I'm sure there's great concern as to what the results would look like if they would conduct the studies. But, Peter, it should should be appalling to all of us that, that these drug companies are refusing to even conduct safety trials. Well, yeah, we saw this with COVID, too, Jim. Yeah, I mean, and this is why Americans... There, there are so few institutions we can trust anymore. That's what's so scary. We can't trust the medical authorities. We can't trust Big Pharma. We can't trust the government. We can't trust the FBI. Uh, but this is outrageous, Jim. Uh, and, and this has happened. We have seen, I don't know how if it's hundreds or thousands of minor children who've had these drastic transgender so-called treatments or so-called surgeries. And how can you call it a surgery, Jim? When uh, you see what I saw, the news story in Chicago of a 16-year-old girl who had her healthy breasts surgically removed in the name of so-called gender affirmative care, how can you even call that surgery or care? This is outrageous. It is outrageous. And friends, the numbers are escalating all across the nation. No wonder the Oklahoma governor has said there is irreversible damage being done to, uh, to and has banned the funding for gender transition procedures for minors. But friends, there's so much more. We'll be back in a minute here on Crosstalk. Year after year, generation after generation, we as Americans enjoy the right and opportunity to let our voices be heard through the election of our governing officials. With over 200 years of peaceful transition from one elected body to another, the stability of America's republic stands alone among nations. Our founders pledged their life, their fortune, and their sacred honor in the establishment of this nation. Our country's founding documents have guided this nation and are the substance by which today's laws are judged. Do you own a copy of the Constitution? Documents of Freedom is a pocket-sized booklet containing the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and all other amendments passed. 
The booklet also features the Declaration of Independence and Washington's Farewell. Documents of Freedom is available for a donation of $5 or more to VCY America and can be made by calling 1-800-729-9829. That's 1-800-729-9829. Some of you may have wondered and thought I was exaggerating at the beginning of the program when I said there's an avalanche of LGBTQ activism. Friends, we, we were just scratching the surface uh, of, of what's taking place. And uh, we're talking today with Peter LaBarbera from Americans for Truth, his website, americansfortruth.org, or you can do .com. It'll get you there either way. Peter, we're just talking about uh, Oklahoma and the governor there saying, uh, you know, referring to the irreversible damage being done on this gender transitioning procedures for minors. I, you know, I, I saw a, a, a video the other day of a, of a biological girl who wanted transition to a boy and started, you know, taking the, uh, the, the cross-sex hormones. And now as, as a young gal having a receding hairline and, and a full mm-hmm. whiskered face and, and just, you know, and now has shaved her head because, because of the fact that she, you know, didn't want to be looking so so out of place as as a person with no you know not having hair any longer and just saying that this is this is the impact this is the effect it's having upon me and and others who are trying to now detransition from taking this but Peter the Oklahoma governor he talks about this irreversible damage he said let's pull the funding yes and good for Governor Stitt doing this in Oklahoma and Jim I saw that video too and it's horrifying this is a gigantic leftist experiment and children are the guinea pigs. And, and I think someday there's going to be a lot of lawsuits, um, and I hope they, make, uh, they, they, they punish these uh, medical so-called authorities who are pushing this insane agenda. And I, I credit Governor Stitt for, for this. This is wonderful. They're banning funding for these so-called gender transition services. And then uh, the governor is also saying, Jimmy says, we need to do more. He says he wants to totally ban in Oklahoma all irreversible gender transition surgeries and hormone therapy on minors. And I hope that we see that beginning in the red states, in the states where there's still some common sense left. Uh, I hope. And then, of course, then the blue states like California say, oh, we'll do your surgeries. And so, you know, this is just a gigantic problem because um, just like abortion, there's the blue states are saying, we'll we'll do these. Well, they don't call it heinous procedures, but that's what they are when you're when you're uh, 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 doing so-called surgery, you're, you're destroying the sex organs of minor kids whose brain isn't even fully developed. Why is that even legal in the United States of America? You can't even give your kid an aspirin at most schools, can you, Jim? Uh, if, if, without parental approval? That's right. That's right, Peter. And yet, and that we see the safe haven now that California has come to accept. And that really takes us to our next topic here, because it's very concerning to see this avalanche taking place. But when we have LGBT activists say, we are going to help kids run away from their parents to live with a queer friendly adult. I mean, there's offers to pay for Ubers or Lyfts or other transportations. If if kids feel they need to leave immediately, Uh, there is a story on the Daily Wire here. Uh, Again, folks, virtually everything we're talking about is just this month of October alone. A top leader in a national school psychologist's Association is participating in a group that funds efforts to rehome gay youth to new parents. Internal materials obtained by the Daily Wire reveal, and and Peter, they tell of the chair of the National Association of School Psychologists participating in discussions on the internal message board for the Pride Liberation Project, and uh, this group's resources for outed students section advise students who are facing. Uh, you know, f- rejection from their families or they need to leave their home for another reason to to reach out to her immediately. And they will work with Safe Space Nova. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're an adult that can provide you with much more information, confidential and and working with them to to rehome, rehome homosexual youth. Yes. And trans youth. This is trans, a direct you know. assault on parental rights. And they're out in the open now. This woman, Amy Canaba, chair of the National Association of School Psychologists, uh, just openly uh, telling what her secret agenda is. And again, these are the change agents. 
that are operating in American schools all, all across the country. And, Jim, I, the article you sent me from the Daily Wire is fascinating about this Amy Canava. And one of the things she said, here's a quote, Jim, directly. She says, quote, she's talking about the kids who are, quote, coming out to her. She says, quote, I had a record day where five kids came out to me. Now, that's five kids in one day in her school. I said, this is amazing and exhausting all at the same time. Most of the time it's like, this is the child saying, I think I'm trans. And then she says, which really means I am trans, unquote. And so, Jim, it's exactly what we were talking about. A child has expressed confusion. A child is, is, is torn, uh, you know, taken up in this fad, this, this metastasizing, spreading fad that's going around, especially among girls, where uh, they're, they, they're all the ones that one girl decides she's a boy, and then a, a lot of her friends say, I, I might be too. And, and they come to the teacher, they come to the authority, in this case, the school psychologist, and they say, I might be trans. And how the school psychologist interprets it is, you are trans. And we all know from science, from scientific reports, that just because you might be confused, a lot of this confusion goes away as kids mature and get older. But, Jim, they're confirming these kids in these deviant identities at the drop of a hat because this is their agenda. This is what they want. Peter, I've got much more for us to talk about here today, but uh, we're going to have to let a lot of it pass. But I do want to confront what's happening in churches across this nation as well, and it's diabolical what's what's taking place. I mean, we saw during Pride Month where where they would bring LGBT uh, activists or or drags uh, drag queens into the church pulpit to to promote uh, the the aspect of drag. Uh, there was just a uh, here's the first United. Uh, UCC Church of Northfield, Minnesota, that just had this past Sunday a gospel drag show, a gospel drag show. I guess actually it was on uh, the 8th, so I guess that would be uh, a Saturday night, but uh, the first UCC Church holding a gospel drag show. We have seen also the, uh, uh, for the, the center tells about a drag queen preaching a children's sermon uh, here, and you've got two little kids c- going up there, and you've got a man dressed as a woman in the front of the, the, the sanctuary, and the, and the kids are talking to the, to the drag queen, and, and the, the one girl says to the uh, male who is dressed like a female that uh, she likes uh, the eyeshadow that this drag queen is wearing. And then the pastor actually took Romans chapter 12, verse 2, which says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God, but twisted that verse. To, to promote drag, to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, to somehow make it acceptable, trying to make a, give it a scriptural basis. And Peter, this is, this is an abomination. I mean, it is blasphemous what this preacher has done, twisting Romans 12, 2, to promote drag. Yeah, this is mind-boggling, Jim. And let's, let's be honest, this isn't a Christian church. This is a left-wing social club uh, masquerading as a church, and it's just horrifying. And I think we have to remember that these so-called progressive environments that are victimizing children, these are the environments. This is liberal parenting. This is LGBTQ parenting. This is pro-LGBTQ parenting, and the children are suffering. And and that's what we're seeing. And, Jim, I wanted to bring up something, too, that we talked about off-air, which is also that a lot of the parents of these trans kids were initially proud and totally accepting of their child, say their daughter saying she's a lesbian. They say, okay, we were fine with that. We're not homophobes. You know, they use all the progressive terminology, but then they discover that their daughter is wanting to become a boy or a man or their son wants to become a girl. And then they're horrified. And the lesson here is if you tolerate deviance, you tolerate sin, you, you if you celebrate one aspect of sin, it's not going to say in its corner, and this is a, a movement that celebrates perversions of all types, and we're seeing that the progressives are getting burned now because they're, the, 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 the homosexuality that they, that they tolerated and even encouraged or, or, or accepted in their children is now going way further than they thought, and the, and the children actually want to become the opposite sex. Friends, they're using the guise of religion. They're using the guise of Scripture. Don't be deceived. It is not of God. It is not of His Word. I mean, then we remember the church in Katy, Texas, providing free chest binders to uh, trans young people, and uh, really, in my opinion, exploiting teenagers in that regard. They they have what's called a transparent closet. 
Uh, Fox News just covered a story here October 4th about a church-sponsored LGBT pride event in Kentucky, advertising kids' activities and drag shows in the state's capital uh, last weekend. According to the Capital Pride Kentucky website, Saturday's activity sponsored at least three churches, a Bridgeport Christian Church in Frankfurt, First Christian Church in Lawrenceburg, South Frankfurt Presbyterian Church, uh, all, you know, in this open and affirming churches. And, and Peter, this is, of, this is not of God, it is of the devil. Of course. This is, this is just uh, heresy, uh, you know, writ large, uh, and it's just getting a bigger bullhorn now because there's so much acceptance now. You know, let's face it, one of our two political parties, the Democrats, is now, are now fully on board. It's shocking to me how there's hardly, if any, Jim, is there any Democrat who dissents openly against uh, uh, Joe Biden throwing himself fully on board with this transgender uh, zealous agenda? That the party is becoming lockstep, just as it is with abortion. Although there's a tiny, tiny bit of more uh, dissent on abortion, but on this transgender and this LGBTQ agenda, Jim, it's it's out of control in the Democratic Party, and it's making inroads inroads in the Republican Party. And part of that is, if the deviant spreads, they have to find a church rationale, and that's what they're trying to provide with this false teaching. Our phone number to Crosstalk today is 800-733-9829. That's 800-733-9829. And friends, the indoctrination is taking place from the earliest ages. It's going all through the uh, multiple grade levels in the schools and and in the colleges and uh, in, in universities. It's off the charts. Now we have Maine University students demanding a professor be fired for contradicting their fantasy that there are multiple genders. And, and, uh, in, and it certainly this has impacted the church as well. Peter, you know, this October being uh, uh, LGBTQ History Month or whatever they're going to call it, I wonder, are they beginning this history by going back to Sodom and Gomorrah? I don't think Sodom and Gomorrah are part of that history lesson. Jim, they're not even going, like I said earlier, they're not even going back to the history of modern gay pride. I mean, you know, are are they going to learn that Harvey Milk, who's one of the gay icons, when he was in his 30s, had a sexual so-called marriage with an underage boy? They're not going to talk about that. They're going to talk about euphemisms and and all that, and they're going to celebrate LGBTQ ideology and, and culture, and this is what our students are being fed. And it's time to pull your kid out of public schools, but even a lot of private schools are bending to this agenda. Joe is calling from Laval, Wisconsin. Joe, you're on the air. Hey, Mr. Schneider, Mr. LaBarbera. Uh, I just have a comment and a request. So I'm 38 years old, and I haven't really dated seriously or anything like that. And I find that in all these workplaces I, I go to, I've had a lot of different jobs and whatnot, some of my coworkers just assume, well, if you don't go and if you're not married by a certain age, then you must be gay or any of those LGBTQ things. So well, I would just make a request uh, to our listening audience here, don't assume that just because someone doesn't have an interest in, like, raising a family or, you know, their proverbial um, four-year-old virgin, you know, for comedy's sake or not, that doesn't mean that they're sexually deviant. Mm-hmm. And that's just be my humble request for listeners out there. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Peter, any quick comment? Well, yeah, that, that totally makes sense. And it's the, it's the corruption of, of, the, of the American mindset and, and uh, the destruction of innocence. We'll be back in a minute. Peter LaBarbera with us today on Crosstalk. AmericansForTruth.org is his website. And uh, folks, we're talking about the avalanche of LGBTQ activism. Uh, This month being uh, the uh, LGBTQ uh, History Month and today being National Coming Out Day. Friends, uh, there's trouble afoot here. And uh, we're discussing it. We'll be right back. For the Worldview Report, I'm Brandon House. Now it has gone international. The sad video out of the Mid-South, where I live, of daycare workers putting on a scream horror mask and getting into the face and literally screaming in the face of little toddlers and then chasing them around the room, horrifying them from one classroom to the other. As I said, the video has gone international. I talked to the Sheriff's Department 
for that county and was told last Friday that daycare has been closed while they're under investigation. But what does this say about our culture? What is happening to the children of America? Apparently, if they're not being aborted, they're being encouraged to be shot up with a COVID-19 shot that has had horrible effects on people of all ages. What has happened to the fact that we don't seem to value children? Jesus talked a lot about children, that the kingdom of heaven is filled with children. What it says about our culture is we're a debased culture that doesn't respect life or the little ones. You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. Let's go right back to the phone lines. And uh, George is calling from Olney, Illinois. George, you're on the air. Hello, George, you're on the air. Okay, let's try Jack then next. Hi, Jack. And uh, let's see, uh, Phoenix, you're on the air, Jack. Hey, thank you, Jim. I appreciate you and your program. I just want to remind you and your listeners about a news website called the Gateway Pundit, that it's run, owned, and operated by an open homosexual that went to the Philippines and got himself a boy. Well, not a, he's a young man, wife, so-called wife. And um, I know that a lot of times people link to that website without knowing that. I would encourage you and your listeners to never go to that website, even though it appears to be conservative. Great. Thank you, Jack. I'll say something on that, Jim. Um, un- unfortunately, Gateway Pundit, which occasionally does have something that's very, that nobody else covers and is good, although I question sometimes it, it it's, uh, has something that's not good, uh, it, it promotes gay, so-called gay conservatives, because uh, the guy who runs it, Jim Hoft, is a so-called gay conservative. And I am deeply troubled at how the Republican Party and the conservative movement, as it were, is now being really fed so much gay conservative propaganda. And many of the of the top spokesmen on Fox News, it seems like every day you turn on Fox News, you got another homosexual so-called conservative. And the truth is, you may be conservative in 95% of the entire conservative movement, but on the issue of homosexuality, you are not conservative. You know, Guy Benson, uh, Tammy Bruce is an open lesbian on Fox News. Some of these people we see... Uh, you are uh, you are a progressive, a radical on on that aspect because of your self interest in having to rationalize your own homosexual self identity. So we got to remember that when we're looking at these so called uh, gay conservative sites and and leaders. Brad in West Dallas, Wisconsin, you're on the air. Hey, brother Jim, um, I wanted to mention these uh, lawsuits you t- you guys touched on earlier for people who have this done to them and then they get buyer's remorse. Now, I don't know if uh, you're talking about adults or kids. I can see it for kids. They could probably sue their parents or the, or the schools or whoever else did it behind their parents' back. But adults who have this unnecessary, irreversible surgery done to them and hormone treatments, they don't deserve a penny. They went in this with their eyes wide open, and they don't deserve a penny. But you got, you got a good point about this LGD. LGBT stuff with the plus on the end mm-hmm. because there's always more. Yeah. Um, the lake of fire is like that too. There's mm-hmm. a plus at the end. It's always more, really, really more forever. So I would advise these people to think again or think twice or whatever. It seems like they want to go to hell. How sad because we know hell was not created but for the devil and the angels. It was not created for mankind. And how sad that man would turn from, from the way of salvation to be, to, to, to be set free from that punishment and yet uh, is so entrenched in their sin, Brad. Yeah. yeah and, and, and Jim, also on the, on the point of the adults, um, I think what we were referring to future lawsuits is kids, kids, minors, children who were encouraged recklessly to pursue these uh, radical hormone therapies and even gender surgeries as minors, and I can't remember uh, the name of the detransitioner, detransitioner or somebody who now wants to reverse the process. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, and, and uh, there are numerous testimonies like this that it was, you know, she had like a, a short meeting with one with one medical uh, person, or, or and and they recommended, they said, well, you know, 
In other words, they're getting this this rapid confirmation of this incredibly important life choice, and I think that will be the basis for punitive lawsuits coming down the pike. Because if you're telling somebody this is oh that's who you are, and then and you, they don't even force them to live that way as an adult, they uh, to get the transsexual so-called sex change operation, uh, you have to live in that so-called identity for a year, but. And so to, to encourage this rapidly and recklessly to young people, I think, will become grounds for future legal action. I agree with that part. I mentioned if it's kids, that's another yeah. story. Yeah. Thank you, Brad. How about the adults? Thank you, Brad. Right. Okay. Elizabeth in Tennessee, you're on the air. Yes, um, this is lust, men lusting after men and women lusting after women. Thank you. Yeah, indeed. Every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed, and then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. When sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Leroy in Atlanta, Georgia, you're on the air. Yeah, I just wanted to add, Peter and Jim, that here locally they had a gay pride parade this weekend, and one of the cars in the the, uh, parade caught on fire. Put the story online and said, hey, God is trying to tell you something, and for that... I got people saying uh, God didn't have anything to do with that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, I guess they don't know what symbolism is. Well, unbelievable. Thank you for the call. Uh, you know, and uh, Peter, I've not really heard of uh, gay pride parades happening in in October during History Month. They, but now they're co-opting just about every date on the calendar here. <laughs> they really yeah. are. It's. I mean, it's incredibly narcissistic. I, I, I've got to build a calendar of all the special days. Yeah. It's just outrageous. But I think the caller makes an interesting point. Are, are we not allowed to say that uh, perhaps monkeypox is part of the judgment of God? Uh, sin is manifested in in the ailing body of, of the person's body. Um, you know, that doesn't mean that we know all the answers, but we do know that God punishes sin and the monkeypox virus, uh, or the monkeypox, uh, the cases where I believe over 95%, Jim, uh, tied to men who have sex with men and also multiple partner, these, these perverse orgies, which we can't even begin to describe, they're so vile, um, that was a leading cause of the spread of monkeypox. And now, are you not allowed to say that, that there is a, kind, a factor of God's judgment in that? This is where they're taking us. They they want to be purport to say what we can and cannot say, and they're constantly saying that our speech causes violence, and yet their hateful speech, that doesn't cause violence. Only conservative Christian speech seems to be the speech that causes violence if you listen to the LGBTQ left. Peter's website, americansfortruth.com or .org, either or will work. Peter, thank you for being with us here today. Thank you, Jim, and God bless you. And, uh, folks, let me just remind you of a verse of Scripture here from Romans chapter 6, verse 23, where it says, For the wages of sin is death. We don't need to stop there, friends, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let's put our trust in Him. God bless you, folks. Thanks for joining us today on Crosstalk. listening to Crosstalk via satellite and the internet from BCY America. Views expressed may or may not be those of this station. For a CD of today's program, send a donation of $6 or more to VCY Take Ministry, 3434 West Kilbourne Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53208. Or download by RSS or podcast from CrosstalkAmerica.com. And join us again for Crosstalk. Crosstalk.